And welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I'm your host, Jeff Shugarts, and this is the Stash It or Pass It podcast, your favorite weekly report for everything crypto, cannabis, and culture. Crypto being our weather report, cannabis, the traffic report, and the anything goes culture report. Thank you again so much for being here with us. Episode 13. And we are so excited to bring it to you. Like we always say, don't forget to check those show notes. We got a lot of great content down there, a lot of great referral links. And like we always say, there are sponsors, but they're not really our sponsors, folks, because these are actually tools and services that I use myself. They're great. We're going to have Choice Kingdom Trust, a Bitcoin IRA. I have the Fold Bitcoin Reward app where I earn free Bitcoin for spending cash. And we have Invest Voyager where we can buy Bitcoin, $100 in investment. We get $25 of free Bitcoin. These are great tools that I've used. And I use plenty of other ones. I use Coinbase. I use FTX. I use Strike. All these referral links are down there, folks. And all of these help you integrate Bitcoin into your life. Because as we know, we just hit new all-time highs. And we're so excited to be here. And we're so excited to bring the news to everyone. Now, this week on the Weather Report, we're really just leaving it at that. We've hit all-time highs. And we are going for new all-time highs. Stay the course. Stack your sats. What are sats? satoshis there's 100 million satoshis in one bitcoin we all have a goal to have at least one bitcoin in our life in our hands in our family tree because soon folks it's going to be a goal of having one tenth of a bitcoin and then one hundredth of a bitcoin because right now we're at new all-time highs but this is just getting started it's 66,000 all-time highs then it's going to be a hundred Then it's going to be 200, 500. It's going to be a million. In 2025, over one eighth of the entire world is going to have exposure to Bitcoin and it's going to be worth millions. When our grandkids are around, who knows, folks? It is the future and I'm here for all of it, baby. So, again, this weather report, we hit all time highs on Bitcoin. There's a lot of great news out there. We're going to have Austin coming on next week. And I have another special guest coming on the next week after that, where we're really going to get into Luna, the Luna ecosystem, and some of these other altcoins. But again, focus on Bitcoin. If you don't have some Bitcoin, go out and buy some, baby. This is not financial advice. This is friendly advice. This is a journey. But I'm telling you, I'm going to go buy some more, and I'm getting my family to buy some more. The journey has just begun. And this week on the traffic report, you know, we had a great episode last week. Go check that one out. Episode 12, we sat down with Jake Stoneburner and we got really into the financials behind some of our, you know, most prized cannabis stocks. And that is Green Thumb, Cureleaf, Cresco Labs. They are multi-state operators who really are not dependent on what government laws or regulations come out. But as soon as they decriminalize cannabis, which Joe Biden can, they sent the letter to the district attorney Garland. He can have, he has the power to reschedule cannabis, not as a schedule one drug, because we know it's not. As soon as that happens, 
you know, the floodgates can open a little bit. States will have the power to make these laws as they see fit. States will then have banks will then have the power to accept a lot of this cash. We won't even need the Safe Banking Act. But again, folks, we're going to be following a lot of that stuff. But go ahead and check out episode 12 and episode 11 when we were out at Dabbergrass Farms. We've had some incredible traffic reports these past couple of weeks. And then this week on the culture report, my man is my man Stash Adams and myself. We get down into it and we go through a variety of topics, everything from Bitcoin and the full moon to Donald Trump's new social media platform, Truth, and how it just took off in the stock market. We talk about Coach O. We get a little bit back into you know, social identities, racism, the whole bit. We jump into the strains of the week. So it's another fun, action-packed episode. But again, folks, I can't tell you enough. Bitcoin just hit all-time highs, but do not let that scare you away. Now is the time to come to the well. It is time to learn, and it is time to fly, my friends. Buckle up and get ready. Stash it. And welcome back, folks. Episode 13, sitting here with my man, Stash Adams. And I just can't tell you how grateful I am for this you know, 13th or 12th, 11th, I don't know, however many mindful minutes we've had, you know, lots of minutes spent with you, my friend are very mindful. And, you know, like we just said off screen, you know, there was a day when, you know, cavemen used to, you know, smoke cannabis to uh, chill out after being, you know, chased around by giant birds and bears all day. So it was reported this week. Who reported that? Oh, that was reported by uh, let's hemp about it. News <laughs> network. <hemp> about it. <laughs> Real credible news. Hey, but, I mean, these know, were. Uh, hey, I, I like got the story. I like right. the story. It's it's a it's a good story. So, without further ado, you know, here's a mindful minute with my friend Stash Adams. All right, all right, back at you with a mindful minute. Oh man, so, uh, you know, I like to make these things about things that are going on in my life, things that I've experienced and stuff like that. So today or I guess rather this last week or so. Um, yeah, so I moved to Florida about a year ago, a little over a year ago. And, you know, I'm a big, big Ohio guy, big mama's boy, all that kind of stuff. Love my family, love being around them. Um, and I love teaching yoga and all these things. I love connecting with people. Um, so when I moved to Florida, I knew that it would be tough to be away from the family. Uh, but I also knew that I'd have a lot more opportunities to connect with bigger groups of people and a uh, different kind of atmosphere, you know, bigger um, communities per se. And so I kind of knew what I was getting into and it's just now kind of been hitting me, you know, I'm a year in and I just started to get pretty homesick, you know, I'm missing mom and my God kids and niece and nephews, all those things. And, um, you know, and so it's been pretty tough, but, the thing about it is I like being here in St. Pete and Tampa so much that I get really ha that I'm happy all the time. So it kind of throws me for a weird range of emotions, you know, and makes things kind of weird, um, makes things a little, a little shaky. You know, I, I kind of go back and forth about things. I'm like, um, you know, kind of constantly has me thinking about my priorities and things like that. And, I guess for the mindful minute, what it comes down to for me is, you know, just knowing, 
um, where you hold value in your life while you're in that moment. Uh, you know, and I think for me, being homesick is one thing, but then there's an opportunity for me to think big picture when it comes to my life as a teacher and things like that and the opportunities I get to connect here. So while I'm homesick, I know that, you know, there's a day maybe where I'll get to go back home or I can be a snowbird and be home a lot more and do things like that. Um, and that's something that excites me, but, you know, it's kind of a thing about just being present and being in the moment and being happy where you're at. You know, I, I got a buddy who says, uh, be at where your feet at, you know, like be here now type of deal. Right. And when you make the leap, um, when you quit the job and you start your own thing, you know, when things get a little rough, when adversity strikes. And one thing that you can always bet on is that home's always going to be there. If they're your people, they'll always really be your people. And you just got to relish in the moment and remember what you're there for, what your why is, what you're trying to build. And, you know, everything will work its way out. But um, when you're, you know, hit with these wide range of emotions coming at you left and right, it's a lot easier said than done. So uh, I just wanted to be here to tell you guys, to just take the time for you, slow it down, take some breaths, um, enjoy where you are right now, because you don't know if you're going to get to where you want to go. You know, any day could be our last, any minute could be our last. So be happy where you are, be present in the moment. Um, love love your situation speak life into it and yeah that's all i got mindful minute mm, that's stash a Adams. mindful minute baby with stash abs it just makes me think about those cavemen we were talking about you know i mean just uh you know one minute they're getting chased by the giant bird the next minute they're eating the giant bird you know one minute they're getting chased by the giant bears the next minute the bears are eating the giant birds so it's just a circle of life, baby. It's all about balance. And how we doing, Big Stash? It's been a great week this week. How are you, my friend? Oh, it's been a good week. It's been a good week. I, uh, it's been a heck of a week. Just been getting after it, teaching a lot, practicing a lot. Right. This guy, this guy, these Ohio guys, man, I tell you. So when I, when I went to college, I was a couple thousand miles away from home soon enough. So as I, I feel for him, man, but... You know, you can't leave Florida now. This guy's in a bunch of magazine articles. He's doing all these public appearances. And now he's like, I'm going to be a snowbird. You kidding me? You kidding me? Yeah. I've always wanted to be a snowbird, first of all. And uh, yeah, I mean, if I ever were to like be back in Ohio, I would always have a place here. And I would always be around here, you know, at least part of the year. Um, but, you know, for me, there's just like, certain things that I miss that you can't do in Florida and those certain things that I miss are a really big part of me, you know, and, uh, you know, so we'll figure out what that balance means. And we should just go gator hunting, dude. Maybe that's all it is. Maybe once we just learn how to take down a couple gators, bro, you know, cause as gator we've talked about, <laughs> we've gator talked hunting about is something that I've actually thought about. Right, And um, I've got some family down here who they've got like some gator problems on a campground of theirs. And you yeah. can get like nuisance gator tags and, uh, and put it into the lottery to hunt them. Is it know, true so. that gators actually kind of bark like dogs? I don't know if they bark like dogs. I don't know <laughs> much about them. But yeah, didn't Coach Meyer say if you're not a gator, you're gator bait? So uh, 
just uh just checking in on that one so i mean i guess to go down the list coach meyer got you know he got thrown in the kitchen the heat's turned all the way up and then uh you know coach gruden you know they're uh they're in there together just making an old old pizza pie and now we got coach o, coach man. o. they're dropping Damn. like flies out here coach o's out here on some real like player shit like oh man what is he doing what is he thinking man, man like he's been, he was married for how long like he was married for a long time and you know got a divorce and, i mean you know. the thing about it, i just like he's bringing her like in, in the what they say like into Bro, meetings like in practice said, she's like messing up she's drills doing drills Come on, man. What's up? Get in here for an Oklahoma drill, baby. Like, meanwhile, they're just getting, you know, embarrassed. Like, when they went out there and got their ass whipped by uh, Mississippi State. But what was she, was she like? Was she running like some hoot and holler drills, dude? Was she in oh, there? Man. Were they doing like tight end drills? Their tight ends suck now. So, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, dude, it's just a bad, bad, bad look. A terrible look, man. Like what the like, what is going on? Like I have what kind I have of message a, are you trying to send to your team? Like, I have I I was earlier this year, man. I, I found these old Coach O letters that he wrote to me like on my birthday from like old miss and stuff. Cause like I was watching the Rocks like show that Rock had that really cool show and Coach O was his coach. And now, you know, now Coach O, I mean shit. Oh Coach O, where was he when we were in high school? He was at LSU or was he at like Old Miss or something? No. Where was he? RKO. He was the head coach at Old Miss, I believe. Old Miss. And Wait. Keo was with him. Yeah. That was like coach. Yeah, that would have been in like our junior year. So he was like yeah. he was Michael Orr's stuff from them too. He was like Michael Orr's like coach for two years, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. You know, yeah, so he's in that movie, The Blind Side, too. Right. Him, sitting in the living room. I mean, in the movie, I don't know if he's he might be the head coach of LSU in the movie, and then um or not LSU. He's a he might be a coach somewhere else, but not the, I don't even know if he's the head coach of Old Miss in the movie. I don't know. But yeah, because he was like he was a coach at uh shit, where was that? He was at USC. He was at LSU, I think, before too. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, but so we got the crazy coaches, all that wild shit, and then what else you got on that docket? Well, I mean, I guess if we're speaking truth to power, we might as well talk about the Trumpster. Oh, dude, how about <laughs> it? <laughs> so I've still I saw a couple articles come out about you know old Donnie and starting up his own his own uh, his social own social media. media. So I'm just like, you know, there were some other things called parlor and I don't know what else they're hooting and hollering about on there. There's probably some other ones, but so he said he was going to start his own. And so he does. And it's called uh truth, like all caps truth. Bro, if y'all get on truth, don't even hit me up. Bro. <laughs> just leave me alone. But so there's actually like a couple Twitters that I follow. And one is called Patriot takes. And it's like, People go on like, I don't even know where to find all these different social medias and stuff and like screenshot like different stuff. And it's it can get a little wild. And there's a, there's another one that's actually pretty uh, the opposite side of that called libs of TikTok, where somebody just posts these pretty like pretty like, like pretty crazy videos of just different takes from, you know, some ridiculous. This is all just too much. For me. But just to get back to the old uh <laughs> this new thing. So it goes public in a SPAC deal today. And right now it's up 370%. And 
shares got halted a couple times throughout the day. So you already know that's going to stir up the old QAnons. But uh, it's going to yeah. blow right up. And it's pretty like pretty crazy. For me, I'm like, damn. So do you like buy some and make money off of Trump? Or do you like, man, I can't support this? Like, you know, like. I can tell you right now with 1000%. I'm not going to buy. I'm not going to buy. (laughs) I'm not going to buy any, but I can see people having that big, that big confliction. Cause some people be like, man, I'm going to pay trip to Donald Trump. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to buy some fruit. I think this is, this is going to fall under a, uh, a big pass that for me. They're going to put it under one of the uh, wall street bets. It's going to turn into a little meme stock. And uh, right now, I mean, I'm, that's what I think it's getting pumped by. I mean, there's no way that I mean, if people are really buying this because they think that this platform is going to generate, you know, a bunch of money and all this stuff, like maybe a little different story. But you got to really think about it. Like if they're going to sell a bunch of ads on there, if they're going to sell memberships, like what companies are going to go on there? And then the way stuff is now, like if somebody's on there, you know, companies buying a bunch yeah. of ads or selling a bunch of ad space on them, they'd be like, oh, well, we're not going to support, you know, it's just going to turn it's gonna, stuff. It's going to turn into be like this weird private Proud Boys social oh, media platform that's privately, that's publicly funded. Yeah. Like, oh. that's another, like, just to break how you brought up that Proud Boy thing. I definitely uh, recommend everyone go watch this. Uh, if you have HBO Max, it was a documentary, like four hours at the Capitol. And it's from a bunch of different people's like uh, even some guy that was basically I mean, they're interviewing people that are like in the Proud Boys and stuff that were at the Capitol talking about how it just slowly kept escalating to more and more and more. And that shit's like, I mean, it's pretty wild, man. Just gives a little inside look on how that shit. How real. Really, yeah, man. That's how shit. it evolves, you know, mm-hmm. and how quick because I mean. How long? I mean, it took what a couple hours. I mean, and part of it too, which I think is really weird when I watch that, is I remember like leading up to it, dude. So I was even down in Texas. You know, my football coach, you know, had passed away. You know, RIP, and that's why I was down there. And so it was beginning of January. So that stuff, that stuff happened on January sixth, and even so, this was like the weekend before. So that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, somebody down there like even told me they were like oh yeah like my grandpa's in the military and he said that like something crazy is going to happen on january 6th like they're not going to swear biden in blah 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 and they're going to make trump the president and i'm like man what like you know you know because i knew about QAnon and like you know part of the whole kind of it's like a wild conspiracy that like really got like wildly out of that's still wildly out of control but so and then um you know, I hear that from him. And then, you know, so I'm on Twitter looking at stuff and people are like, just wait till January 6th. And part of QAnon's whole thing, they would always talk about the storm. And then Trump used to always talk about there's a storm coming. And this shit, dude. So on January 6th, even you couldn't go on like your maps on Google or on your phone and like look up how to get to Washington, D.C. They were blocking it because they, they knew so many people were going there to that point. So now, like, sometimes when I see, like, them in, like, you know, not having these, like, cops really, like, as prepared, like, blows my fucking mind. Like, when you watch this, like, documentary where they're like, oh, I just thought it was, like, you know, any other day. Like, yeah, just any other day, a couple hundred thousand, like, fucking QAnons are showing up at the fucking Capitol just any other day. like Just ready to go. Yeah. And then you listen to, like, when you see, like, 
kind of the, you know, grass root of this, like in documentary style. So you see these people that are just like fucking it's so pro- crazy. Like, they just make a mass call out for January 6th and dude, all these people show. And well, so like when you see these people like that too, and then you like start to like listen to like what Trump's saying and how these people are like programmed and taking it in, then a lot of stuff like if you ever like were like, wow, how could they? stop him on twitter and things like that sometimes like you might sit back and be like yeah that's pretty crazy but if you watch this and listen and then see how these people were like programmed and reacting and then they show like you know like we're like it makes it very humanizing again and you're like holy shit dude bro if you look back at old clips from donald trump's original campaign trail and the shit that would happen when like white people and like liberal people would be in there the what the shit the way that they would like turn on those people Hell yeah. Now he would like be like, if this was the 50s, they'd be out of here on stretchers. Get them out of here. I'll pay for, I'll pay for them to get out of jail. Yeah. Like, bro, that's that shit was crazy. Right, man. The way that people looked and how like, bro, as me being black and I was living in the country, but out in the country in Ohio, where there's like the sporting goods store in the like in my neck of the woods had a like the little letter by letter sign that said, Trump, please save our guns. Like, I'm out there with folks like that. You know, they got right. black face lawn jockeys and shit. Like, crazy. And, uh, fucking, when I went to go and, like, protest, because uh, I went to go protest at Trump rally, bro, like, the way that, like, people just, everything that he said is just, like, it's, like, not even a thought, not even a blink. It's just, ah. And the you see just the worst, and everybody come out like all those people. Like you just see it on their face, which is crazy, like to say. But when people were walking into that place, and you know, because there's some people who are there and they're just there, but then there's some people who are there. Yeah, I'm fucking here. Like right. This is why we're I mean, that's what's crazy about like tribal politics, dude. Bro, it's it's scary. Like if, if some people had as much pride in themselves or their family or their community as they do in some of this tribal political bullshit, like stuff would be a lot different. Oh yeah, bro, man. If half of those people had as much pride in themselves <laughs> as they do in that shit, bro, we would have way less problem with obesity, all right. types of crazy shit like that, depression, suicide, all that. Stuff. And that's what it speaks about. People are always waiting for someone to come save them, right? What or just someone to like, just, you know. Uh, yeah, what talking about is just a group of people, like a mass group of people with a lack of self-belief. Right. You know what I mean? And like they need they ha- they need something to believe in. And uh right now they have uh you know digital world acquisition corporation trading at 350%. <laughs> so you know, if they want to put their money where their mouth is, Trump has given them an open outlet because let me tell you my man is running out of cash he's against bitcoin which in my eyes is against freedom so no thank you 45 but (laughs) but just to speak about bitcoin a little bit we just hit all-time highs yesterday and uh, we're feeling pretty good about it but right now for example down about five percent But we talked about this, folks, because yesterday was a full moon. If you've been following us on Instagram at Stash It or Pass It. Spooky full moon. We've been talking about it, man. Just like one of the strains of the week this week, Spooky Dreams. It was a spooky full moon last night. 
And we shared this chart, but it's very interesting in the Bitcoin market. So basically when Bitcoin you know, is going up or down, you'll see a lot of stuff kind of move with it, almost like the tides. But uh, which brings us to saying is the, the moon. moon and the effect that it has on people. Since Bitcoin's a free, free, uh, free market trade, people's, you know, in 24 hours a day, the effects that the moon have on people and their emotions and all those things play into their trading. Right. And there's some crazy charts that JB has, that Jeff here has got into and found that show the correlation between the full moons and like a full moons and new moons. And, you know, yeah. When there's, there's a lot of people that actually, uh, since Bitcoin has like a date that it was technically like, discovered or born you know some people uh you know some people say it was discovered you know just like you know just like the mushrooms you know have been here before and after the dinosaurs before and after will be here they have underground you know system and there's all sorts of different mushrooms for everything you know bitcoin and code and blockchain maybe a little like that i don't know i mean i'm just saying but I don't think they can be here if there's no like no but well since it has like like a start date people will try to like read its chart and things like that. Like, you know, you can read charts for your birthday and all that, but uh, it's just funny. So like, you know, I always recommend dollar cost averaging. So no matter what, buying a certain amount of, uh, you know, say we're going to buy a hundred dollars a month, $200 a month, $50 a month, whatever. Um, But I'm going to start, you know, putting um, automatic buys for, you know, the day after full moons, because there's always, if you look at this chart for the year, like a five to 10% correction after a full moon. And it's just funny because yesterday on a full moon, we're at an all time high, you know, 66,808. Shout out to that 808. Boom. No, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's just a lot of things popping up, which is kind of funny because then they say, you know, the next target is uh, 69,420. So like 69,420. <laughs> Elon Musk is tweeting memes again. He tweeted a big, you know, it's a, you know, a meme that's supposed to be like him and a chick, like laying in bed, looking at the TV and it's Bitcoin at 69,000 and Ethereum at 4,200 because 420, oh, 69. Oh, but uh, just the, what's <laughs> even funnier about that. So I've been telling Mike about this a lot and, uh, been talking about it on the show but ftx is an exchange and the ceo sam bankman fried literally just did another round of funding and he uh you know this was released on the full moon on the day of the all-time highs and it was uh he got another 420 million dollars from an additional 69 investors <laughs> and it's just like he definitely did that on purpose and it's yeah. just like, oh yeah, you know, it's like, let's go. This guy's like an MIT genius. Like, everybody's just out of here playing games. Oh, it's, it's so fun. It's, it's just funny. Fun, yeah, I mean, and that's so in FTX. You know, Tom Brady is an equity stake, uh, you know, partner in that company. Him and Giselle, you know, they're doing. Um, you know, they actually just signed a uh, a deal with the NBA. So now they have the NBA. They got Major League Baseball. You know, they got all sorts of, uh, you know, eventually they're going to have like LeBron, you know, sponsored. They got Steph Curry sponsored. Incredible. Yeah. And so. uh, Like talking about crypto. Right. And FTX. So FTX, like we've said, that's connected to Sol, the S-O-L Solana token. You know, great, great uh, little protocol. Spent some time on. 
And, uh, you know, that's the one that you saw, like Trevor Lawrence, you know, got paid part of his uh, signing bonus in Seoul. So a lot of cool stuff on the horizon. Right, right. That was when I first bought Seoul. So I bought it when I found out that he got his signing bonus and part of it, I bought some and it was like worth 25 bucks a a token. And uh, it's going to hit like 200 probably uh, next week sometime. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's sweet though. Like when you actually get on there, cause they're doing like FTX, like what you're seeing then like signing all these different endorsement deals and all this marketing, it's like all esports and uh, now real sports. And then Solana like mixes in like that gamer world, sports world, betting world, you know, all into this, you know, big bubble. So that's, that's why I kind of liked it versus like, you know, some of these other exchanges are for like, you know, Coinbase is cool. It's great to get, it's easy to get on there. It's easy to trust. It's a lot more like a bank would be now, you know, so older people can like it, but I see like Solana and some of that stuff being, uh, you know, like we're like my little, like where our kids might be doing stuff and connected to video games and stuff like that. So it's wild, bro. Right. It's just really (laughs) crazy, bro. Like it's like, what, what is the world? What is going on? What is money? Right, man. I mean, if you like really zoom out and look at how the internet was and what a bunch of people said about the internet back in the 90s it's just, uh, and what it's, it's turned into. And speaking of gathering, that takes us right into the strains of the week. And my man Stash Adams was just telling us a little bit earlier about he's got some grape soda and some spooky dreams. And man, I'm uh, smoking on that spooky dreams right now. If you can't tell, I keep yawning. It, man, I also have like been getting after it today, like out and about physically, you know, teaching yoga and doing yoga. But the spooky dreams that if you indica heavy, I'm sitting here like can't stop yawning, but it's nice. Feels great. Body feels good. What's it say about it on the web there, Jeffrey? Old spooky dreams. Now, Spooky Dreams is actually hard to look up. I couldn't find it on Leafly, but interesting enough, I found an old Hetty. Now, I'm sure this guy had been to, you know, a fish concert or Grateful Dead or two, but his name is Flower Pouch. Flower Pouch. And he's selling NFTs on OpenSea, and one of them is dedicated to Spooky Dream. Now, Spooky Dream is a classic cannabis strain found in rich soil, and uh, the soil strains often have aromas of earth and pine, and their strong woody stalks are useful in crafting. That's how I knew this guy was a heady. So, you know, what I'm thinking is, (laughs) I was thinking, you know, maybe he was, uh, you know, crafting up some. uh, It's like a sweet pine smell some wooden spoons no um yeah <laughs> some crafty pines yeah i mean some spook spooky dreams makes me think about some blue dreams you know i'll be smoking that blue dream on the blue ridge just drove down the blue ridge with my girl and uh her name's kelsey it was great her uh, newest book just came out it's called letters to the universe you can get it on uh, amazon you can get it on simon and schuster it's going to be on the shelves in Barnes & Noble, baby. It is a stocking stuffer. You should get it for everyone you love. It'll help you get your life in order and in check. Letters to the Universe. It's an interactive, manifesting, and affirmations journal, baby. 
Bro, let me tell you, if, if you don't support your fucking partner like that, oh my God. Hey, if that ain't it, I don't want it. God damn. That's right, baby. It's if all about. Spouse, if your spouse can't do a commercial for you like that, <laughs> they don't deserve you, I don't think. Because that's, that's right. like, I feel like that's that's what it's all about. That was crazy, bro. I couldn't stop dying laughing. I was just like, this is great. Right. I mean, sometimes you just it just starts rolling off your tongue. That's why I got this crystal in my hand. That's why I got this doobie in my hand. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no, for real though. Uh if you guys haven't checked out Kelsey's books, you gotta check them out. Uh, whether it's the affirmations or uh, you know, any any of the stuff. She's she's a great source of knowledge and uh you know, take advantage, you know. We'll have the link in the show notes. Yeah, and she's uh, right now down in uh, Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, hosting her uh, you know yearly yearly retreat. She usually does two a year, but uh, she's got you know I say ten gals down there right now. Uh, her radical self love retreat lasts about five days, but just wanted to throw that out there because Mike and myself are going to be planning some kind of awesome retreat. And uh, stay tuned. I mean, my hair's looking pretty good. You know, I got this really hot chick. You know, her name's Kelsey. She does my hair. But, uh, you know, we went for a little little old school this week, if you can't tell. I got a little mohawk actually going on. And Mike, Mike knows, you know, I've had some radical mohawks in my day. But, I mean, we haven't really brought any attention to it. I got this, you know, furry, cozy little pillow just growing above my upper lip. And it is looking spicy. Buddha don't give. He don't give a hoot. I don't give a hoot. Speaking of staying put. This is a little update, but Jack Ma has reappeared in Spain. Jack Ma is on a beach in Spain somewhere. (laughs) Jack Ma has reappeared in Spain. Now, I don't know why I follow this, folks, but he's the CEO of Alibaba and, uh, He's the richest guy in China. So in the People's Republic of China, the PRC, they keep pretty close tabs on Jack Ma. And every now and then, Jack Ma likes to, you know, stand up against the PRC and then he'll he'll disappear for months at a time. And uh, so I've just been following whenever Jack Ma reappears and reappears because so lately, Jack Ma has reappeared. Yeah, dude, China. (laughs) Wild wild stuff with that place, huh? Right. How about the new? Uh, how about the new nuke that they just sent around the world? Yeah. Speaking of that, I was going to go right into that. Now, uh, this is a bit of a surprise. So China surprises everyone with a hypersonic missile. So on Saturday, it was reported for the first time that China tested a hypersonic nuclear-capable missile. The missile circled the globe before striking a target about 24 miles off. China's missile was launched into a low orbit in space. Unlike other missiles, hypersonic missiles can be aimed during flight. Intelligence officials told the Financial Times that the launch caught the U.S. and other nations by surprise. Most countries didn't realize how advanced China's missiles had become. We have no idea how they did this, one official said. So, hey, maybe that's why they've been. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. (laughs) And I mean, you know, 
RIP Colin Powell just passed away. I'm sure. Oh man, yeah. You know, so you know how it's been going lately. We haven't really been. We've kind of been making it like a talking point to not disclose what we do militarily, but who knows? Maybe we have something even wilder. But if we don't, I mean, we're good salespeople too, and we'll just say we do. And right. then, uh, you know, I mean, that's a big flex from China. Hell yeah, that's crazy. Like, hey, I'll send a nuke around the world real quick. Y'all don't even know. Right, into low orbit. So they did that in August and just disclosed it now. So when they did it, they missed their target by 24 miles, but they shot a missile that orbited the world. So hello, China. And speaking of China. Does that mean like China's like big daddy now? No, not yet. But, you know, what is what's frustrating, I think, for a lot of people at least in American politics, is so, you know, China has been able to develop as if they are, you know, like a third world country. Meanwhile, they have like 12 super cities with like 12 million or like 20 million plus people. So like they're able to technically like, you know, as part of like, you know, on the world stage and whatnot, they're allowed to like pollute as if they're like a third world country just trying to like get caught up but, like, make it, yeah. where they are like a superpower and they have like the most people in the world, the most workers in the world and like still very tech, you know, have, you know, a yeah, lot of technology. And, advanced, yeah. yeah. And so it's like, those are some of the things that people, you know, are kind of getting mad about, but then at the same time, they've grown so much and they have a lot more like pull, you know, like we've talked about, you know, they got, uh, you know, Muslims in concentration camps. It's like people looking the other way. It's like, yeah, you're shooting a, a missile into space. It's orbiting the globe. Like, yeah, who's going to say anything to you? Right. And that being said, too, it's like, who did they learn that from? I mean, probably a place called Guantanamo Bay. So it's, you know, sometimes you just you're just like, fuck. Right. But, yeah, that's that's just something like I've even talked about, though, too. It's like, as you learn and unlearn and find out about new things, find out how you're lied to about things. Yeah. You think about like, you know, we're raised to like hate China anyways. It's like, there's 2 billion people there. I know there's a bunch of good people in China. You know what I mean? But like, there's a know, bunch of great Chinese people here. Right. Right. And exactly. Their, and their families who are back home that they love, you know what I mean? Right. Like just all people. And it's like, it's just, just the same way that when you're over there and or like other places that hate the U S but they like have people from the U.S. that they like. They don't right. think about like us as their level, you know. Right. Like that's like it's just crazy. It's like I'd love to like go visit China, you know, and like go visit places like in like the Asian, like South Asian Sea and all that stuff. But you know, then some people would tell you like, "Oh, that's crazy," or like, "Oh, you're gonna go to jail," or like, "I'm like, I don't oh, know, dude, man. I'm going for sure soon right. too." So, like, and then absolutely. it just makes you think. So, like, we talk about this with like. You know, with Bitcoin, when you look at how the world is going to grow, there's way more people in this world that are going to be Asian or they're going to be, you know, African or black than there are that are going to be white. So it's like, yeah, if you go like, I mean, you got to like, I don't get with it. This like, place over here, this place, North America is just like little whites only island. Right, man. Like it is not what the world is like when you really start to it's boil wild. down to it at all. It's like this. It's this weird marketing about how thing that really is too right man people i mean it's hard for people to do that too and then there's a lot of cognitive dissidents involved in that and not being able to just try and put yourself like someone else's like really shoes or like 
I don't know, man. Oh, or at least yeah. just respect empathy. it. You know, empathy yeah. is something that is that is lacking. You know what I mean? It's right. not so. It's not something that was like a founding column. You know, a founding uh, you know piece of American culture. Empathy was not one. No, I mean, it was manifest all, destiny, right? Like, but yeah, this is what I'm supposed destiny. to yeah. be tough and shit, and like work through it. Put your head, you know, like, right? Like, we're just now getting to a space where, like, mental health is openly talked about, kind of, in in America. Oh, you know? right, right. So, like, thinking about that is like, uh, makes it it makes it rough to. It makes it rough to be a minority here, bro. Like, I love white people. You know, I got white family friends that I love, my girlfriend. Like, but man, growing up and all these things, like, it really is like, there's just a lot of really hard times and really difficult situations you got to deal with being black as a kid and as an adult here. Like, right. Just some bullshit for real, like, on the regular, you know, and you just got to be willing to deal with it. Like, it's kind of crazy and the older i get and i just realized like man like yeah this is just what my life is you know what i mean like we're all working for change so it's better in the future but like right now where we're at like this is where we're at it's pretty wild yeah man yeah it makes me i remember uh i was actually thinking about this the other day when i was down in florida for uh spring break and they uh, pulled Jamal out of the car, only black dude in the car, you know, and then they like, you know, and they were like doing it to us, like on purpose to like show that they could like the cops and like, you know, like uh, patting them down on the front of the car, like making us like watch and shit, like just some way, you know, like, like yeah, you bro. you tell stories like that to some people, they're like, oh, my God. And then they like their cognitive distance will still like make them like somehow like like well, no, like, oh, well they're not all oh, oh. like no why don't you just yeah. acknowledge like how fucked up that is like that's yeah. all <laughs> it is what it is it ain't right. what it ain't like shit and that's a wrap folks thank you again so much for being here with us i'm your host jeff shugarts and this is the stash it or pass it podcast and as always don't forget to check those show notes and we'll see you next week Stash it.